Summer is finally mercifully here, Manitoba. If you want to promote your band or your team or your business with some fresh gear this season, check out our friends at Divine Shirt Company. Supporting local business is more important than ever in these tough times. So get a made in Manitoba solution to your screen printing, embroidery, heat press vinyl, and graphic design needs over at divineshirtcompany.ca or on Instagram at Divine Shirts. And tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with a returning guest um, to the podcast, but it's interesting because I've been doing this, this show this way through Zoom for the past two and a bit years now because of the pandemic. It's when, why this started. But you're someone that's always been on the show in person. Uh, both times yeah. I've had you on the podcast for two different projects. It's been kind of in person. So this is your first uh, appearance on this sort of version of the show. But I'm glad to talk to you again. I mean, you're always doing something interesting and uh, it's very cool to hear that you're coming back to Winnipeg. So I think that before we get into any of that, if you'd like to just introduce yourself and maybe give a bit of background about what it is that you do. Mira Black, um, and I am a storyteller and a songwriter, poet, spoken word artist, musician, gypsy, traveler, pain in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah, we saw. I saw you when uh, I was playing in Winnipeg, but then again when I did my reunion with Acoustically Inclined. That's right, yeah. It was the most magical show I've ever done in my entire life. Oh, that's cool. At Reunion, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's maybe a good place to start too, is that is that, you know, you're known to people in Winnipeg. From that group, I mean, for, for a long time, people would recognize you as a member of Acoustically Inclined, and then also from your own stuff too. I mean, before you yeah. left Winnipeg, you were playing a lot of shows and, and making a lot of music here. So uh, where, where are you now? Like, where are we talking to each other from um, right now? Yeah, I'm in Calgary. So I moved to Calgary in 2014 for a few years, and then I went to Vancouver and Victoria for a few years, back to Winnipeg uh, for a couple of years, which is where you and I were introduced first, and That's then right. back to Calgary. And yeah, so I'm sort of run where the wind blows. <laughs> I've always been that way, but I've been based in Winnipeg. I was born there, and I, I keep coming back there, whether it's after five years, 10 years, or one year. Right. We My can't, home. can't keep yeah. you away, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, except, well, one thing kept me away. I haven't played a show, even when I was living elsewhere. I always came home for a show every year at least once. Yeah. Except now, March 2020, March 1st, 2020 was my last show in Winnipeg. My last show, period, if I can call correctly. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, Before I'm, the thing. The thing that, that uprooted everyone's everyone's lives, especially creative people, right? And so I'm sure you're sick of talking about it. I'm sick of talking about it. But it has affected everyone so much that it sort of has to come up. You know, every one of these episodes I do, yeah. uh, whoever I'm interviewing yeah. has been has been affected by this. So like you said, that's your last show you played is, is two years ago. What has that been like for you as someone who has been playing music for as long as you have to, to have that sort of mm. imposed break? 
at first it felt, um, well, at first, of course, I was afraid, like everybody. And then I moved into the concern, like, you know, I, I, a lot of my process was is pretty common. And, and for me, it turned into really um, looking inward, as again, most of us deep needed to do for better or worse. But for me, being such a deep extrovert and showman my whole life, yeah. the time that I spent by myself um, really turned into, on the other side of it, beneficial in that um, I, I really dug into my art. I dug into my COVID projects were learning to uh, use film and Photoshop and okay. to make content. Yeah, I did a lot of that. And then, and then my writing just became, the show became from just, not just, but from predominantly me on stage, hanging with musicians in the audience. It's grown into this really multimedium, experiential um, communication, spoken word story. It's a storyteller telling a story of a story that's unfolding with music and, and spoken word. Oh, cool. So you, I, I guess you took kind of the idea of adapting to the, your surroundings and used it to, to branch out in different directions. Yes. Yeah, just the visions, as it was, we all, as I learned more about different art forms by, by design and even the online streaming and creating my own videos and then the TikTok world, which is a whole new language, and Instagram and all of that, um, you know, really having to adapt. And inside that adaptation, my art turned into more of a visual thing. Now, I still use my words and my voice predominantly at the moment, but I do have intention of creating the story and the, and different characters with video. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to talk too much about it, but TikTok, uh, one thing I've noticed, I'm still learning what it is and how to use it. I don't. I just kind of post clips from my interviews, but you seem to have embraced it and, and like you seem to yeah. have understood what it's meant to be used for i'm not there yet but i'm just just looking at some yeah. of your posts i mean you're engaging with other people you're 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 doing little performances with other people's music and things combined and like yeah. how did you how did you figure out what to do with it because i i don't know <laughs> yeah it's a game there's really there's tiktok has an element of of a game and it has different threads inside that game like different ways to play the game um, there's dance components, the three main anyway. Right. There's dance components, and then there's um, vocalizing and, and taking someone else's sound and doing that really well. And then the third element, which is, of course, your own whatever it is. And, and often I tend toward the musicians. Mm -hmm. So people who are putting out harmonizing, they put out the harmony using the melody or vice versa. And then, you know, the one of the big things that has come with all of us going online is that this access to superstars in ways that we never did before yeah, this. Yeah. No, I, I never did, you know, hanging out. So I just did one that's harmonizing with Michael Bublé. It was oh, cool. like, I think I saw me, that. I think know? I saw that. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And it wasn't even him. It wasn't even him. It was, I saw him just harmonizing for fun to some other dude. Yeah. And it happened to be on my stream because I was following the harmonizing dude to do some interesting, they harmonize and get, let you do the melody. So I, then I put in a third or fourth, you know, voice and it was, it's fun. So, you know, and it's again, a way to, to connect. It's just, yeah. a, there's just another way to connect. 
And it, it in the in the in the heart of of the pandemic, those ways of connecting became really fun and important. And so now there's a way to learn how to give my own offerings, and that's where I'm at now. But it's interesting. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Does that? I mean, is it is it something that's just fun, or does it have the potential of opening up what you do to a larger audience? Because it's such a short medium, right? It's it's they're just like little quick clips, and I don't know if you mm-hmm. have the opportunity. And again, this is probably because I'm not super well versed in it, but like to really get to know someone's work and what they do. I mean, you hear you harmonizing yeah. for. 15 seconds with Michael Bublé, which is really cool. But I mean, that doesn't really give an insight into what mm. you do as an artist, right? Other than just hearing yes, your voice. Well, that's true. And, and I have watched the algorithm. And of course, you know, you have to be mature and calm down and realize that just because you don't get a lot of likes doesn't really mean anything about you or yeah. your art. Yeah. However, um, and I sort of got trained by, by poetry slant, because they always say like, it's really like, love the poet, not the points, whatever. But the the piece of again with the game so part of winning the game is to attract more people and raise your algorithm and and then eventually once you have enough of a following tiktok gives you the option to go live okay. and that's when it really gets um fun and there are certainly intelligent streams now i do a lot of the antics and comics and cheeky sarcastic pieces where you have to figure out how to say something poignant in a quick amount of time in such a way that's catchy and people get it and like it and want to kind of throw you around them so i you know you say something i copy your voice say it pointed at my people which points my people at your people your people at my people now we're together and and so on but the real point is to come up with your own poignant whatever it is to say or antics you know i mean tiktok is like you have to be either really really silly yeah very 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 talented or like get naked or something like you know or <laughs> right, right, yeah. so i'm hoping for the middle but i'm also <laughs> you know i'm a jokester as well so it's fun to say reiterate someone else's sarcastic way of saying something really zingy like a jester yeah. might you know in yeah. the court and so there's that. But once I once people get on live, then it becomes a community. You can you can actually communicate live with people. It's a little bit different than Facebook, which is sort of pockets and pieces and moments and things and announcements and yeah. you know connections over things. Whereas TikTok, people will just sit and be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> and read the thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I got these glasses from Mission Eyewear. They're great. And then other people, you know, you sing, and there's people who play and sing things live, and yeah. you know, sort of give them your instincts and your feedback and support and so on. So it's a game. Cool. There you go. TikTok 101 by Mirabai. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think a lot of people. Well, I definitely need to know how to do it. Every day will they give me 
confused. Let me love you. to Winnipeg and this is your first show in 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 two years was that always the goal since this pandemic has been going on that, that Winnipeg was going to be the place to to get back to performing live well I, I am performing I have performed in Calgary okay, so okay. it's yeah I you know I mean there's a way that I'm curating smaller again with the adaptation piece right yeah. I'm, I'm curating smaller uh, storytelling um, gatherings of like 30 to 50 people and even in Winnipeg I, I chose to go to the Nor- St. Norbert's Art Center which is a max indoors of 80 people and I'm not doing the outdoor 200 yeah. 400 pe- things anymore at the moment yeah. just because of the nature of what I'm doing this is a really intimate story um, and it touches on some topics around mental health and the journey from from kind of trauma to to awake and healing and enlightenment and utilizing my skills as a frontline worker, a case manager, shelter counselor, okay. my my education and utilizing that with my art and my my voice, my vocalization, my spoken word, my extroversion, my showmanship and and sort of opening those conversations so that people can you know, I think it's really important. I, I, there's no question, especially now, there always has yeah. been a need for us to bring the essence of grieving to the front and center rather than pushing it aside and pretending and trying to be, you know, be, keep up with the Joneses. Well, that's how schools get shot up and people get sure. bullied and traumatized and hurt themselves because there's nowhere to, you know, really feel safe. And so I'm. that's what I'm doing. Journey of Ashes is that. It's that Phoenix fire. It's those places and spaces where I hope to create um, a conversation that some might feel is dark and others will feel comforted by the acceptance of the shadow and the, and the strength in the shadow. Okay. 
Do you think that people yeah. are maybe more open to talk about some of these issues now? Just just because I we've do. all been so isolated? I really do. I think that the pandemic um, forced many people to do personal growth work and open to that introspection and self-inquiry that that they like we never did before and that is come out with yes higher rates of all kinds of trauma and and so on and the knowledge and the awareness and the connectivity it was something globally we went we all went through It, it was an equalizer in some ways and so there's this piece of my heart that feels like it's time it's time for the nurturing it's time for the for the you know the mothering and the the conscious men to rise the space and, and platforms for conscious men and, and women to to say hey this has got to happen we need to we need to talk about this and, and be together in it and love each other and stop trying to cover it up with the things that don't work just because it looks pretty and shiny and they tell us that we need it and want to sell it to us doesn't mean yeah. it's going to help anything and we get that now yeah i really yeah. think so yeah i think maybe a lot of people's uh, bullshit detector has been honed over this time and they're not they're not willing to just accept something because because it's in front of them anymore because they've we've all gone through this i have this 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 hope that um you know coming out of the pandemic and now that's starting to happen shows are happening people are out i'm hoping that there'll be some kind of like just a a a big push of of really really worthwhile art coming out of this because it's it's like you said a traumatic experience everyone's gone through and everyone's got some kind of um feeling about it whether it whatever it is whether it's anger or sadness or a mixture or 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 joy to be back seeing family members and friends like do you think that there's there's we should be expecting like a wave of just really great creativity now or are people still cautious Mm. there's sort of three things that come up for me one is that because of the nature of the streaming and the ease and the apps and the the ability to make a full album just sitting with me on a computer if I wanted to. So that there's that which is great in its own way. Huzzah, wonderful, let's hear all your voices. But it also creates a lot of noise and it it keeps us apart. There's there's a lot of my feeling and what it was for me, uh, music and art, the liveness, the live theater piece, the energetic aspects, um, the feeling of the music, the feeling of the bass in the real, um, and and actually having an artist speak their truth. It, it's different than swipe up, swipe. Sure. Like I have three seconds. You know, there was a time I noticed on on all of the platforms where a lot of the Instagram posts started with "stop scrolling." It was like that just makes me want to scroll more. Really, totally, but. yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a thing like, you know, uh, the shock factor is difficult and, and that even in live shows, the, you know, as awesome as Marilyn Manson and Lady Gaga and all the, you know, Kiss and all those really big theatrical shows have their benefit. There's, there's also a way of like, would James Taylor survive in this day and age? Right? Would we hear from the real bards and troubadours? I, I don't know. Um, because so they're too I, understated. I, like they're they're too they're too quiet. They're, they're subtle. Yeah. They're they're subtle and it's poetry. Like what? Goodbye, you moon and ladies. What does that mean? Right? We would sit, you know, and listen to um, these these folk musicians, for example, or the poets, or the artists, or the singer songwriters. The you know, um, I mean, I kind of dated myself with some of my examples, but I think it's harder for 
the troubadour oh, to sure. get heard. And and yet, so there's a yes and no in your question, and also the depth that we all had to go into to survive. To you know what I mean, we've always said Winnipeg is so extraordinary. Winnipeg, Manitoba, the prairies are so extraordinary, and it's art because we sit for six, seven months a year sure. inside. Oh, now, what do you want to do? Well, let's play that song, or let's learn this song, or do you want to write something together, or let's draw, or let's write, or let's philosophize, let's talk about that, yeah. you know? So, I've noticed at least five of my friends alone have won Junos in the last month, all from Manitoba, like my Manitobans, awesome. right? Have won Junos. Now, what does Juno mean? I don't know. That's a whole different podcast, but. The point being that I feel like we, we dug in even deeper. So it's, it's like the question will be, what are the people going to do, right? What will the people will push? Will they push the sort of grotesque extremism of and the, the need for sitting home live streaming? And will you shock me into stop my scrolling yeah. and sit down and pay attention from all the ADHD-ness that, you know, can, can happen? Or will we cultivate and curate and be sick of all the noise? Like, who's going to win? I mean, maybe that's an age-old question. But who will prevail? The ones who really long for connection and and honesty and yeah. consciousness and truth and what's really happening. And stop bullshitting me. Um, you know, take off the filters. Although I really like the filters. They're super fun. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, it, I'm a hope. That's my hope and my contention is that there will be these, you know, it can have the capacity to create a kind of temple inside the realm of a, of a musician who is bringing out their heart for you, has dug into what they see in the social, in the social world and reflect it back, you know? So it, it, it happens all the time. It's just that I feel like we're on a, we're on a teeter, we're on a tipping point right now. What's going to win, you know? And I hope that it's me. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I just do. Beyond the expectations and manifestations of experience, regardless of the sex or the mess of ideas, without the beliefs created from minds negated by our conditioning, I love you. For my love, I am he with you in the chaos comforting as you shed each terrible tear, trembling, naked fear, eradicated when my eyes lay upon you. I am she, nestled in your unconscious, subconscious ecstasy, gifted spontaneously, in a kind of random beauty like the tickled tummy from a carnival ride. There is only this. Inside the doors of perception we create each universe tiny inside the black hole between us, but so alive in the massive moments we are together. If only in dreams, these fantasies fight for me more than you, and I fall alone. Nothing wrong or right, just a choice. Mine is to love, and I do, I love you. So meet me under the moon in its fear, dispelling nectars, delicate reflectors between your sky and mine. I'm grateful for any time we can toss off illusions like blankets off new lovers. And meet me by the tallest tree, the one that shed its bark, relieved of the adornments, nothing in between itself and the wind, relinquished of judgments and history, naked, free. And then meet me where the path bends just before dawn, 
as I send a song to the sunrise, a lullaby to soothe the ache in your dreams. I want to hold you tight as you scream to the wicked night for someone to ease these lonely parts and break open your tender heart. Let fly your disbelief. Tie a kiss to the very end. The very end. I love you. Even then. So this uh, this show you're doing in Winnipeg, is there anywhere right now that people can find out more information about it? What's the best way to sort of get some background knowledge on what to expect when you're here? It, yeah, my my website, I've got, uh, there's a live, you know, live concert page that has the write-up and has the tickets. Um, and then, you know, it's really about... Um, finding out there's so much about finding out <laughs> it's experiential in that it, it, you know it's a little different every time this time it's just me and Jill I've kind of put away you know my high heels and and I'm, I'm bringing out some of you know more even more heartfelt conscious work that I do and my, like I say my my history in 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 psychology and and healing work and enlightenment intensive you know I have that designation as an enlightenment master and I don't usually I show up in, in and make it fun yeah. and this is uh, uh, hopefully it's fun and it's also uh, a deep conversation it's it's not cocktails I'm not playing cocktail lounges and, and jazz clubs right now and, and big big festivals like I once did it's more about creating a really brave container and telling a story about moving through triggers and traumas toward enlightenment and, and shining and connectivity and love okay. and, and healing, healing the world through, through connecting with each other and shining. I shine, you shine, then the two of us shine and they tell two friends and they tell two friends. And right. They tell two friends. right. Yeah. Is this, is this show going to be something that you, you replicate uh, in the future as well? Or is it a one-off? Like, is this just a one-time show or is it going to be sort of your show that you're presenting going forward? Yeah, this is my new my new theme. Um, I am um, certainly I'll do my you know fun Mrs. Jones all girl bands and my jazz yeah. one off. You know those things will of course happen, but no, my my writing right now is really focused on this. So it's not a one off in that um, the concept itself will be ever growing. My hope is that it will be funded and grants and people will love it and support and then I can create the kind of you know um, temp like I keep using the word temple because that's what it feels it feels sacred to me okay. but there's also an element of of creating bringing these characters that I'm writing and I've been writing for, for years now bringing them to life and speaking about these characters through spoken word and there's one that's really fragile and one that's very philosophical and one that's very much the diva and, and how that kind of dissociative aspects of one mind can blow out into three and then re reunite into one again so there's there's a structure that is has sameness in it but i'm really embracing the spontaneous composition the improvisation it will change depending on what's in the room and and how that is feeding you know how that uh, feedback occurs or how that energy gets created what musicians i have on stage right, of course yeah. This, this yeah and and the, you know the spoken word will be the same as it was the last show but the music around it will be different and i'll choose different acapella pieces depending on what's rising in me in that moment 
there's a new um, student named Evan Miles who who is uh, they have a thing called. Um, the Jerry Atwell mentorship program yep. at Snack now, which is just amazing since Jerry died. And so I've picked, you know, I've chosen one of them who's a wonderful jazz pianist. Cool. And so he'll improvise over some spontaneous, and I've never played with him before. Right. And, but, and it'll be Gilles Fournier, who's just, I've been playing with him since I was like yeah. 19, I think. Yeah. You know, like, which is just a lot, you know, everything. He can do anything, in my opinion, but I don't know exactly what will happen every time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I really want to keep that aspect of live and journeying and, and whatever place and space I'm in and my learnings and my teachings and my evolution um, will affect it as well, right? Well, I guess so the mood I, of the audience going to be too, traveling. Right? Does the mood of the audience? It's very or, much yeah. the mood. Yeah, I've had, I've had people who are tearful in the beginning and then that that is... A piece of the show. I, I don't ignore that. And other people, where I I make a joke and they really it's so funny. And then that we go, you know, I talk about um, things that are serious as well as bring the levity and the joy. Um, so yeah, it will it will shift. I really my hope and my intention is to really embrace that spontaneous composition, that jazz element historically, while bringing. You know, I mean, jazz came from hollow songs and, and needing to communicate really difficult things and heartfelt things yeah, yeah. onto the blues, onto, you know, bringing, take cool hip hop, rap, all of that um, spoken word and, and the kind of battle slang, all of that thread that the minstrel and the bard utilized, the medicine men, medicine women, the shamans and the, the soothsayers. All of that to me is what, what I'm being called to express. Stay 
It sounds like a sounds like a, I I almost wanted to say a fun show, but I mean it's you're dealing with serious subject matter. But it sounds like you're you're going to make it entertaining regardless, right? I mean that that's always going to be a part of it. Exactly, it's still me yeah. it, for my fans. It's still me. I'm still being real. Still, I've always had that element of of bringing things that can be thorny. Like someone, I remember someone saying to me that they see me having the capacity to shine light in the darkness. And when I shine light in the darkness and bring it to light, you know, there's, yes, we all go through these horrifying things and we have our elements of divinity or devotion or nurturing or existential meditation or, you know, connectivity with friends and sports and ways to express that. And, yeah. and I feel like that, those things that make us separate, there's so much division right now in religion or skin color or sexuality or gender identification, all of that, men and women, there's this, um, these ways of separation and my intention is to embrace the places where we're the same. When we fall on our knees, when we rise in epiphany, there's a sameness and the more yeah. authentic I can be to my experience of that, the more it will touch yours. But the point is, None of those traumas ultimately matter in the end. There's joy and victory and recovery and spontaneous, you know, epiphany and aspects of divinity accessible anywhere, even in the darkness, when we can, when we can be together. Yeah. And we can reach out to whatever, whether it's an idea of God or whether it's my best friend or whether it's my lover or my forgiving my enemy whatever there's there's elements of healing in that and so yeah it'll be fun in that it will it will be interesting maybe that's the way i hope my hope is that there is elements of levity and, and fun and cool. um, and i because i laugh at myself where you know there's ways where i've done like well that's what could possibly go wrong i'm gonna do this jump off the cliff yeah. and i tell those stories and i also talk about the moments where it was horrible and i i you know I was in a lot of pain. Yeah. And and so it isn't really about telling the nitty gritty of my laundry at dirty laundry at home. It's more about the poetic aspects that rise out of me from those places of, of, of grieving and those places of absolute epiphany and, and source and healing okay. and victorious. Yeah. Okay, so um, again, the website's the best place, I guess, to find uh, details and tickets. Um, yeah, and I'm so accessible. Just DM me, message me. I'm I'm still here, and it might take me a, a few days. But if there's any questions or needs, I'm happy to receive. But yeah, website myname.com. Go to the concert page. There's a link directly to the ticket. St. Norbert Arts Center will also have it all over their their platform. Awesome. 
Awesome. Well, yeah, it's glad, uh, good, glad to hear you're coming back and uh, that you're able to come back and play a show here again. Oh, yeah. So it's always good Me talking too. to you. Um, uh, so uh, the good thing about this being a podcast is because, you know, it's going to come out before your show, but someone could listen to this two years down the line. Um, what is the best way to sort of, where would you direct someone? And the website is one thing, but as far as just keeping up with what you're doing on a regular basis, as far as new new things you're working on, new shows, I mean, which, social media obviously would be the way to go. Is it TikTok? Is there somewhere else you'd rather send someone? TikTok, yeah, it's funny. There's three different worlds, right? TikTok is kind of the snippets and antics and caricatures and my aspects of, yeah. you know, I'm an actor, um, and then moments of my of my philosophy, and then Instagram is is a, is really snippets of um, art and song and and then Facebook is is sort of where I hang out with people. I'm like, what are you doing? So you know, I'm really very much, especially because I travel so much. Um, uh, you know, and unless I'm working front line, I'm, I'm really accessible all over social media. So, you know, I want to say TikTok only because that's my newest, I'm just having a lot of fun on TikTok, but you know, <laughs> where you can see my art, art most is probably Facebook. I often go on live and play things and I risk, you know, looking like an idiot, even when it's brand new. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for asking that. And thank you, Sam. Like, it's really important that there's people like you that are offering these places for artists to recover, really, and, and, and connect. So, and your intelligent questions and your interest in, in, in what we're doing is really important. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks.
Stay. I can stay.